This is the Excellent Reception Podcast. I'm your host, Little Dave, and welcome to another episode of Excellent Reception, the podcast where we talk about timeless music and tell the stories behind the songs to help you better understand why they are so amazing. Before we get started, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please take the time to leave a review. These help to push up our rankings in the podcast charts so more people can discover excellent reception. Also, check out our website, www.excellentreception.com. For more information about the artist and the songs we have featured on the podcast. This time we are going to talk about a singer-songwriter who went from one of the most promising cutting-edge artists to an almost mythological figure within the music industry. On today's episode of Excellent Reception, we are going to tell the story of Jai Paul. Excellent Reception. Back around 2007, a demo recording of a song would appear on the social media site MySpace from a mysterious Indian singer-songwriter hailing from the Rainers Lane suburb of London. The artist went by the name Jai Paul, and the song was the now-classic BTSTU. It appeared at a very interesting moment in underground music. Sales of physical copies of albums on CD and vinyl were rapidly declining in favor of the MP3. Independently run music blogs were the main source for music enthusiasts to discover new artists. Hip-hop producer Jay Dilla had just passed away a year before, and the renewed interest in his music would lead to hundreds of young producers incorporating elements of his techniques into their own compositions as a tribute. All of this created the perfect environment for Jai Paul to emerge. If you check out his MySpace page, which was abandoned sometime in 2010, you can get a rough idea of where Jai Paul was coming from musically. His top friends included people like Lauren Hill and Alicia Keys, French electronic producer Mr. Wazoo, and dance artists Basement Jax and Diplo. He also lists only three influences, Michael Jackson, D'Angelo, and Jay Dilla. The presence of these three artists can be felt throughout his work, in his pop sensibility, his falsetto vocals, the soulful instrumentation, and beat programming. His debut track, BTSTU, makes a proper introduction to the Jai Paul sound. It kicks off with some layered vocal harmonies and the repetition of the most memorable lyrics from the whole song. Don't fuck with me, don't fuck with me. This chant slowly builds up until the beat comes crashing in with huge thumping drums and a heavily distorted bass line. The whole song was basically an exercise in the interplay between tension and release. No one really seems to know what the name BTSTU stands for, but it has been rumored to mean back to save the universe. Let's stop for a minute 
and listen to the demo version of BTSTU. Reception Podcast. The most stylistic element of Jai Paul's sound wasn't anything musical. It was more about the overall feel of the recording. His music was engineered in a way that defied the standard ways of mixing a song in order to create a spaced out feeling and disorient the listener. One of the main techniques he used was a process called sidechain compression which is a form of compression where the volume level of one audio track controls the volume level of another track. The most common example is when a kick drum is used to control the volume of the audio tracks of other instruments, like keys or bass. Every time you hear the kick drum, the volume of these other instruments will be lowered. This makes the kick drum stand out more in the mix, and it also creates a pulsating effect on the other instruments involved. Sidechain compression is used almost too much in today's music, but in 2007, it was still a pretty new concept to most people. In the time after that first demo was shared, an intense bidding war between various record labels ensued to sign Jai Paul. He would go on to ink a deal with UK label XL Recordings, whose roster includes MIA, Tom York of Radiohead, Vampire Weekend, and probably their biggest success, Adele. 
They finished BTSTU and released it as a proper single in 2011. While the song had earned a moderate buzz since its first appearance online, the efforts from the record label in the areas of marketing and promotion would push the hype to a whole new level. The song became a critical darling in music publications, and it was a favorite amongst bloggers. Later on, Canadian rapper Drake would leak the first song from his Take Care album called Dreams Money Can Buy. Dreams Money Can Buy Everybody else surprised I wasn't surprised That's only cause I've been waiting on it nigga So fuck whoever hating on it nigga Of course The song was built around a sample of the Don't Fuck With Me lyric from BTS to you, which is significant because the disrespect in the song was targeted specifically at rapper Pusher T. This was one of the first songs in their ongoing feud. Pusher T would later go on to record a freestyle dissing Drake over the same beat. Real gang, good music, Def Jam. I love my family. Yeah, the nerve of you. He'll sit and clip at your lines like he ain't heard of you. I seen it happen before, that man'll murder you. The lowest form of a thief is a cat burglar. Tiptoeing, but the whole while cloning. The elephants in the room, the bitch glowing Like a ghetto girl with the good weave sewn in She walked like it's hers, but the whole world knowing Soon after that, megastar Beyonce would release the song End of Time Which was recorded with the help of producers Diplo and Switch Who were both in the group Major Lazer at the time It's barely noticeable But End of Time also contains an understated sample of BTSTU You've probably never noticed it, but if you listen very closely, you can hear the muffled voice of Jai Paul saying, don't fuck with me, panning to the left and right throughout the track. Jai Paul is an extremely enigmatic artist. At this point, he had only done one interview, and he rarely made appearances. All he had was his music to speak for him. With the interest constantly growing for five years, based only on one song, his fans were hungry to hear more. In order to keep the masses fed, XL Recordings tossed rabbit music lovers a piece of meat. In 2012, Jai Paul followed up his debut with the song Jasmine. It's a hazy, guitar-driven love song that puts his musicianship in the forefront. His vocals are difficult to decipher, but the melodic structure is clearly built to make up a proper song. Jasmine struck a chord with other artists, and it would go on to be sampled and covered by a bunch of different people, including pop star Ed Sheeran, while the song didn't get the same level of attention as BTS to you, 
It helped to confirm, for fans and critics alike, that Jai Paul was one to watch out for. And it helped to whet people's appetites for the upcoming album. Let's listen to Jai Paul's song, Jasmine. Podcast. Later on that same year, Jai Paul made an appearance on a solo project from Big Boy of Outcasts called Vicious Lies and Dangerous Rumors. This is one of Big Boy's most experimental albums, and it heavily featured collaborations from left field groups like Fantagram and Little Dragon. Jai Paul made a brief appearance on the chorus of the song Higher Res which also has vocals by Yokimi from Little Dragon. In addition to singing, he also produced the track. The track features unquantized 808 drums, heavy amounts of sub bass, and so much side chain compression that the vocals are almost squeezed out. Here's Big Boy featuring Jai Paul and Little Dragon with higher res. Oh 
Surrounded by the jungle, the sea, the tundra I just say cooler than the pussy on a pimp in the summer Niggas are summer, we been running this bitch and never fumble end of 2012 was coming up fast and there was still no album yet. In another attempt at creating more hype, XL Recording sent out Christmas cards to a select group of influential people. When you opened the card, it played a teaser of an exclusive track straight out of Mumbai. This was a huge step forward in Jai Paul's musical evolution. The song was wild and unpredictable, but it keeps you grounded with its woohoo chants and repetitive chorus. The vocals were much stronger, more confident, and understandable. It was easy to see that Jai Paul was becoming a much more polished artist. Let's take a quick listen to Straight Out of Mumbai. Very special. 
is the Excellent Reception Podcast. As 2013 came in, the hype machine was at a fever pitch. And the stage was set for one of the most anticipated debut albums of the year. One night in April 2013, an unlabeled album filled with 16 untitled tracks was uploaded to the site Bandcamp. Hours after it appeared, Music Press caught wind of this anonymous album. They reported it to the world as the new album from Jai Paul and included links to the Bandcamp page. It was assumed that Jai Paul was behind the leak of his album. We've heard many stories throughout the digital age of music where artists who were frustrated with their record labels would purposely share unreleased music with fans. It was assumed that this was another case like that. With him being this mysterious figure, it seemed completely believable. But he later confirmed that this was not the case. Paul issued this statement in his first ever Twitter post. To confirm, the demos on Bandcamp were not uploaded by me. This is not my debut album. Please don't buy. Statements to follow later. Thanks, Jai. Paul claimed that the laptop was stolen and the thief leaked the music out to the world. This collection of songs was not the finished version of the album he was working on. It was just a collection of random demo tracks and rough beat ideas. Even though they were unfinished, the songs showed that a high level of craftsmanship and attention to detail was put into each track. You can hear how much he has evolved since that demo version of BTSTU and how much work he had put into perfecting his sound. Unfortunately, this leak put any chances of a completed album on hold and Jai Paul would seemingly disappear for years. At the same time, the internet went crazy over it. The bootleg album was quickly removed from Bandcamp, but it was already too late. Anyone that knows their way around the internet could find a copy with ease. That album quickly became the blueprint for a new generation of future-focused music creators, and it helped open listeners up to a different breed of forward-thinking R&B. It's easy to see the influence Jai Paul has had on the creative processes of artists like James Blake, Flume, and many more. The already reclusive Jai Paul's time out of the limelight was not spent idly. Paul, along with his production partner and brother, Anoop, who goes by the name A.K. Paul, continued to write and record behind the scenes. A.K. Paul would go on to rack up numerous writing and production credits for artists such as Nao, Sam Smith, Emily Sandy, and Miguel. In 2016, the Paul brothers, along with Muzz Azar, announced the founding of the Paul Institute, a record label and creative hub for developing artists. The debut release of this label was a song from A.K. Paul called Land Cruiser. This song picked up right where Jai Paul had left off sonically, but it showed off a much more mature and elevated sound that evokes thoughts of things like Controversy-era prints and the Drive soundtrack. Let's pause for a minute and listen to A.K. Paul with Land Cruiser. Excellent reception. 
Over the next few years, the Paul Institute would sporadically release a series of songs from a collective of new artists they were developing. Each song carried that signature Paul sound, at the same time giving each singer room to show off their individuality. Just a few weeks ago, something unexpected happened. On June 1st, 2019, Jai Paul posted on Twitter for the second time with a message that simply said, Hi. Then he followed it up with a message announcing brand new music and a website, jaipaul.com. If you visit the site, you won't find your typical collection of text, photos, and links. Instead, the site contains a barren, three-dimensional landscape that you must navigate through to find music, t-shirts, vinyl, and various info. In the background, new music is playing. The two new songs, He and Do You Love Her Now, give us a quick glimpse at where he is at now musically. Let's listen to Do You Love Her Now. Also on the site is a statement about the album that was leaked all those years ago. He says that while many people thought the leak was a good thing, for him, it was devastating. It caused him to have a breakdown and withdraw from everyday life. After some self-reflection and therapy, he is ready to get back to work. As a sort of closure, Jai Paul finally made the leaked album available to the public under the name Leak 413 Bait Ones. 
The tracks may be unfinished, but they still sound ahead of their time. Who knows what the future holds for Jai Paul? Will we ever get a proper album from him? And will it be the album we wanted? Some people still believe that all this is an elaborate scheme orchestrated by Paul himself to keep fans and critics on edge waiting for the next thing. Regardless if it was planned or not, Jai Paul has earned himself the status of being a cult figure in modern music, even if he never releases another song. His presence will still be felt on his influence in the direction that pop music is headed. Let's hear one last song. This is a track from Jai Paul's Leak 413 album called Crush. It's actually a cover of a 1998 teen pop song from singer Jennifer Page. version is much more gritty and edgy. Let's check it out now. Podcast. 
Thank you once again for tuning in to Excellent Reception. If you love what we're doing here, please spread the word to other music lovers you know. Make sure you check us out at excellentreception.com. And if you haven't done it yet, please subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to hear new episodes. Also, you can listen to my broadcast radio show, Eavesdrop Radio, in Philadelphia every Friday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on WKDU 91.7 FM or streaming live online at WKDU.org. So until next time, this is your host, Little Dave, signing off for Excellent Reception, where we're always coming in loud and clear with the sounds you need to hear. Excellent Reception.